0: Have you ever wondered where podcasters go to learn? Welcome to Elite Podcast Academy, the show for podcasters, about podcasters, by a podcaster. Now let's jump straight into today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome to another dish edition of Elite Podcast Academy. I am your host, Mike Mahoney, and today I would like to talk to you about podcast cleanup. Podcast cleanup can be a big job if the recording was not done well. I want to discuss how to get the best recording and then how to perfect it during editing and mixing. This is a skill you will probably develop over time, but it is incredibly important to producing an amazing podcast. So let's talk about cleaning up your podcast before and during recording. The first thing that small is good when you record try to recall in the small in the smallest try to record in the smallest possible room you can this will reduce echo and outside noise making podcast cleanup even easier this actually contradicts previous practices that were thought to be best in the past it was thought you needed a big room to get the best sound this is why studios were made from converted churches larger was thought to be better multi-tracking has changed everything It removed the room from the equation entirely. Today, most of us can get away with a laptop and a closet to do our recording. Think ahead before you even record one word. Look at the room you're about to record in. As stated, the smaller the room, the better, because it will make podcast cleanup that much easier. You will want to remove any possibility of an echo by adding some blankets in front of walls and on solid floors. This is why most closets are perfect for recording. They are filled with clothing, which dampens the sound, and they have carpeting on the floor. You need to check for reverb. Make sure to run a test recording to check for reverb. Reverb is like an echo sound, which is similar to, but not as extreme as, the sound you might get if you were to record in your bathroom or an empty room. In these environments where the sound bounces off bare walls and floors, rather than being absorbed, your recording will sound tinny at best or echoey at worst. You are aiming for the nice, rich full sound you hear on professional podcasts. If the room you record in has lots of bare walls or floors without carpet, consider lining some of the walls and floors with blankets or towels to stop reverb. It also can help if you put pillows behind your microphone. Here's a little trick I use when I'm recording short snippets like intros and outros and don't want to go to the hassle of lining my walls and floors. I place a blanket over my head laptop, and microphone, and I record like this. The blanket absorbs the sound, preventing any echo. You could also set up a cubby with chairs and a blanket over the top, which you sit under if you wanted to be more comfortable or were recording for longer periods. It's going to do the same job. Be sure to check your volume levels. Adjust your volume level and, if applicable, your guest volume level to allow enough headroom for post-editing. Most audio interfaces and recorders need you to set an input level for your microphone. Since the advent of high-quality digital recording, there's really no reason to set input levels too hot. You can always make things sound louder later. To get a good, modest input level, speak at a normal-to-loud speaking voice and aim to make this level around minus 20 dB or about halfway up on most meters. Then test with a hearty laugh or emphatic phrase to make sure the level never peaks above 0 dBFS or goes into the red. If you're worried that it might, just turn it down and be conservative. Now, microphone distance is also important. Do your best to keep your mouth the same distance to the microphone throughout the recording. The closer you get to the microphone, the louder your voice and vice versa. Microphone technique in general is an important skill for any podcaster to learn. By having better microphone technique, you make podcast cleanup much easier. Be sure to use a pop filter to avoid plosives. Use a set of headphones so you can hear how you sound as you record. Now, let's talk about how far away you should be from the microphone. As a general rule of thumb, two to four inches is a really comfortable distance to be. So what I do is take my fist, put it in a ball, put it up to my mouth, and I put that up to the microphone. And that's a good starting point. It's really important to use the pop screen filter. Once you find the distance that sounds good to you, put that pop screen filter where that should be and that'll keep you from getting too close to the microphone. You'll want to keep an eye on your tone. Some people have a really deep voice. If they get in really close, they get a really full sound and that can be okay for some people. For me, I find it doesn't sound natural, so I like to get back a little bit. You can play with this depending upon your voice. If you get too far back, The sound starts to get really thin and then you can barely hear me and now you're hearing most of the room. As I get in close to the microphone, I come into focus. Every mic has a sweet spot, so you've got to come in and find that spot that sounds best to you. If you're finding that your voice has a lot of siblings or you're still getting pee popping sounds even with a pop filter, you can tilt the mic a little bit off access to help avoid this. Keep in mind everybody's voice is different so experimentation is key. Move around, move in and out. Try to find that sweet spot, and that sounds best to you. It's important to also sit still. Most microphones pick up a lot of sounds. Avoid moving around a lot, as it will get picked up by your microphone. Sometimes moving will cause your clothing to rub against the headphone cable, and that can also cause some unwanted noise. Making podcast cleanup extremely difficult at that point. This is why a microphone stand is highly encouraged. A good stand will keep your microphone in one place and avoid extra noise from any movement generally caused when you move too much. Be sure to create a noise profile. At first glance, this is gonna sound really complicated, but it's a really simple concept. When you start to record your episode, include two to three seconds of silence at the beginning. This will record any ambient noise from the room where you are recording. This will enable you to use noise reduction filters post-production to remove the unwanted noises. If there is any humming or background buzzing, you can use a noise profile and post-editing to edit out, back, edit out background sounds. Be sure to always use headphones. You and your co host and any guests should use headphones to avoid any kind of audio feedback. Most people try to avoid headphones. Don't be most people. Your podcast cleanup job will be simpler if you aren't. This is an important tip for interviewers. Keep quiet while guests are talking. It can be very tempting to pipe in with yes and hmm and no to encourage and support your guest while they are talking. Little sounds like these, though, they can be annoying for your listeners during playback. If you have accidentally dropped a few of these sounds, you can edit them out during post-editing but that can be time-consuming. Your best bet is to stay very quiet while your guest is talking and only jump in when it's time to ask the next question. Always remember the garbage-in, garbage-out concept. Your end product is only as good as what you put into it. Be sure to fix sound quality issues right at the start. If there's an issue with your guest's sound quality on microphone, let them know immediately and work together to resolve the issue. There's nothing worse than finishing a great interview only to wish you'd spoken up at the start and corrected poor sound quality. I've learned this lesson the hard way. This makes podcast cleanup easier. Post-production podcast cleanup. Once you have recorded an episode, it's time to begin post-production. This is the point where podcast cleanup really happens. Even with great conditions, unexpected issues with recordings arise all the time. Here at Yogi's Podcast Network, we use a variety of tools to handle post-production. One of those is Hindenburg Journalist Pro. I started editing all of my shows with Audacity and still use it from time to time. But for the past six months, I've used nothing but Hindenburg Journalist Pro. Moving to Hindenburg from Audacity was interesting because the approach is very different between the two products. Audacity is an audio editor, meaning music, voice, etc., while Hindenburg was designed for voice editing. Hindenburg has some amazing features that make editing a dream. It has all the tools you'd expect and some you would not expect. For instance, if you have to make a cut from the audio, Hindenburg automatically crossfades the edited area so you don't hear the cut at all. Hindenburg automatically levels the sound on any track as it is imported. It uses the loudness measurement to do this. This makes it so easy to match sound from track to track. The voice profiler is an amazing feature as well. You provide it with a reference recording of your voice, and with one click, it will set the proper EQ for your voice, making you sound professional at all times. It also uses a clipboard system for organizing your commonly used audio snippets. You take all the snippets you will need in the final mix and place them in the clipboard. You can arrange and organize them in any way you please. I'm still learning the strength of this feature, but the rudimentary approach I currently use has saved me a tremendous amount of time. Now, I also use Isotope RX-6. This tool from Isotope can fix almost any audio problem you encounter. It can be difficult to use at first, but there are ample tutorials available to teach you the features you need for great podcast cleanup. I have a workflow that that involves RX-6. My process is quite simple and I plan to go into it at a later time in detail, but the basic ideas are good to understand. I generally have at least two tracks one for me and one for my guest or co-host. I will open them in RX-6 side by side. I then use the D bleed feature to learn about the bleed that may have happened between the two tracks, if any. The D bleed feature can remove most, if not all, of the crosstalk that happens. Once the bleed has been dealt with, I use the uh, dialogue isolate feature to bring the vocals to the front and eliminate room noise. I find that it gives me a much richer sound. I next use breath control to remove the little inhales most people have when they're about to speak. I'm not overly aggressive with this because I found that being too aggressive with it can cause some unexpected and annoying results. After breath control, I run a basic DS on both files. This softens up that S sound and I follow that up with the deplosive plosive to get rid of any harsh plosives from the audio tracks. What I do from here depends upon the audio quality. Most times I will simply run the EQ to get the sound exactly the way I want it. If someone was particularly quiet during recording, I may use the loudness feature to adjust their volume a bit. The entire focus is on cleaning up that podcast. And now we get to mixing down. I have Hindenburg projects for every show I edit. They serve as a template for where the audio should go. It's a great tool for podcast cleanup. I first bring all the audio tracks, just the vocals, into Hindenburg, and edit them, and then save them as a WAV file. From here, I open up a tool like Levelator or Arphonic to add some leveling, compression, and noise gate as required. I find these automated tools do a great job and save me an immense amount of time. I then open my Hindenburg project and remove the preview show's audio and import the new show's audio in its place. I align the audio with the end of the intro, and then I align the outro with the show's audio. From here, I create the MP3 with everything I need in it, intro, outro, show, commercials, etc. I then open that file in a software called ID3 Editor to add the metadata to the file before I upload it to my host. Anything like this is worth the time to do it right. Takeaway I want you to have here is that it is worth the time to do podcast cleanup right. By paying attention to everything I've told you, you're going to have a great sounding podcast. Don't fret if it isn't perfect at first. Nothing ever is. Over time, you will master your workflow and the various aspects of it. Create and use a checklist for processing your episodes and you won't have any issues at all going forward. Thank you for listening to my tips on podcast cleanup. Elite Podcast Academy is presented by Elite Podcast Agency and Yogi's Podcast Network. Do you want help getting on other podcasts? Elite Podcast Agency is the place for you. We help podcasters get interviews on shows whether it is once a month or once a week. Check out our services and pick up our podcast directory with over a thousand podcasts sorted by category at elitepodcastagency.com forward slash directory. Need someone to help you start a show or take your existing show to a new level? Yogi's Podcast Network can help. Head over to yogi'spodcastnetwork.com forward slash help for more information. Thank you for listening to Elite. Podcast Academy.